Hi, I'm Jill Gillespie, and I'm Feeling Feelings. Hello, welcome to another Your Classy Companion. Today is a twofer because I found two blog posts that are the same topic, but com- like different spins on the same topic because how I feel about things on any given day can be wildly different about how I feel about it on a different day. So um, that's really fun to see all of my days change and my feelings change over the course of these blogs. So um, the first one I'm going to read for you is it's called Pizza Talks. And I posted this one on November 3rd of 2013. And so um, there's a picture of me excited to be eating a piece of pizza. And I say, I'm on a pizza talks. I need to eat some fun back into my soul. Then I can go back to regularly scheduled life and salads and responsible choices. And then the, the words under the comic in that case say, this is how I cleanse or clog, I guess. Either way, it, it helps me emotionally too. We need reminders that it's okay to enjoy food. All of it. We need reminders that our routines get us stuck in ruts sometimes. We need reminders that the world is out there to make us feel bad about ourselves sometimes. Some people's jobs depend on it. Enjoy a pizza talk sometimes. It's okay. You'll have plenty of time to be a responsible adult later. And then the other blog post I have is called Cycles, and I had posted that a little bit earlier, September 1st of 2013. And this one is in my book as well, the Classy McGraceful Vacation from My Brain book that's available on lulu.com. Cycles. The problem with drastic habit changes is that you've convinced yourself that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And when you reach said light, You think you're home free, you're fixed, you're cured. You conquered what was wrong with you. So you relax, and before you know it, the old habits come rolling back. But it's okay, you're in control of it now. Except you aren't. I don't know how or when that part of your brain clicks that tells you that the old habits aren't worth it and that your new habits are awesome. My brain is still convinced that it's all some kind of punishment. These new habits or systems of denying what I really want to be doing. So if you ever see me only eating two slices of pizza somewhere, you might consider giving me a hug. I'll probably be needing it. And the comic that went with that one is me also holding a piece of pizza. (laughs) And the, the words on it say, being comfortable with myself makes me fat and uncomfortable with myself. So anyway, hello, I am here being Jill in the office with my husband, Tim. Hello, Tim. Hello. And he's playing some music for us. Um, I am doing my best, I think, through this companion series. I kind of have like two goals. Like I want to capture, I love doing audio recording, and so I want to capture just the practice of reading my words out loud and making sure they make sense. 
Um, and then the other goal is just for people who need it, I want them to know that they're not alone in these struggles with um, their bodies and how they feel about themselves and their their self-esteems. And so back in 2013, um, I mean, I started dieting in like hardcore in 2004, right? So in 2013, I was so sick of that shit. And I'm still now in 2018, still very sick of that shit. And it's, it's a very difficult life to be um, obsessed with eating and obsessed with food and emotionally involved in food that can't, they can't have a relationship back with us. And so the the whole, the only relationship we have about food is what we feel about it and it can't talk to us back or anything. And so in that process, we make a lot of assumptions about food because it can't defend itself. Um, and so we assume we know what foods are good and we know which foods are bad. And then how we relate to those foods, it's like a bad relationship, right? Like if we think it's bad food, then we indulge in bad food. And then we think we're just terrible people because we let that food into our lives, even though our friends told us he wasn't worth it, but we just couldn't give him up. Like that's how we're getting programmed to understand food food and so this year I've been you know I've been reading my Gretchen Rubin I've been diving a little bit more into studies about dieting and why we don't just like stay skinny once we've lost a whole bunch of weight and um, I've stumbled on a blog called the fuck it diet which has been a good psychological shift for me um and I'm trying to, as I'm trying to settle into who I want to be the next few years of my life or long time of life, I'm just, I'm very sick of being in this cycle of caring so deeply about food, letting f- food run me, and then letting the scale shame me. And it's a very toxic cycle to be in with myself. And I feel like a lot of us are trapped in that cycle of letting food and letting our scales make us feel like we're not worthy and so I am trying to do a little bit of deprogramming um because I'm learning a couple of things and of course I don't have like sources or anything because that would be too smart right now but I'm learning a couple of things I'm learning that um usually when you read studies about how diets are working and which diets are good and which ones are getting the best results the quickest you're usually reading studies paid for by the people who own those diet plans and they're assessing people either like while they're still in the diet plan or recently have hit their goal in that plan but you don't see a lot of studies that show people a year later because nobody wants to nobody wants to pay for the study to show that their diet ultimately fails, right? And so every diet's like that. Anytime that we put our bodies into that mode of intense food restriction, like it panics on us. And then we come back and we binge because we're trying to re-regulate our bodies again. And it's just... But it, our bodies know what's right for us. But instead, we decide that we're terrible people 
because we didn't lose all the weight. So that's like one thing that I'm learning about a lot. And then the other thing is that I'm learning that we don't have to be skinny, <laughs> which is actually the harder pill to swallow. Um, that skinniness is just kind of a social construct. And there are, there's more more research coming out that skinniness isn't isn't the the pinnacle of health that's just different like bodies can exist and be healthy in very different sizes and very different shapes because we're all so different like we're just we're made differently and not everybody is meant to be super skinny and that's and and trying to understand that that's okay <laughs> is really hard when we are also in America and live in a culture where we apparently have nothing better to do than to let marketing and sales and commercials like and other people in our lives let them wash over us and make us feel like we're not worthy. Because, like I said in the one blog post, there are people whose entire careers depend on people feeling bad about themselves. And once... Once people start realizing they're okay and they are healthy, I think we're also afraid to go to the doctor enough to be told that we're healthy because we're so afraid of being told that we're not, that we'll just avoid it and just be like, no, I'll just, I'll just do a diet and it'll be fine. And then I'll just lose weight and then I'll be fine. And then maybe I'll go to the doctor when I'm not embarrassed about the size I am right now. Um, but yeah, but there is just, there's a whole, a whole just life out there of just systems trying to convince us that we're not okay because they they want to sell us makeup they want to sell us hair care products they want to sell us weight loss plans they want to sell us skinnier clothes and liposuctions and anti-aging creams and and all that stuff like there's I mean that's everything that you see is somebody trying to sell us something because they're they're making us feel bad about who we are as people right now. And it's a weird cycle because we're so much happier. Like we think that losing the weight and following the plan and buying the product is the thing that will make us happy. So then we can become the person that we want to be, that we're afraid to be, that we're afraid to flourish into. But really it's like we have to, figure out how to be that person first and once we once we forget about having having to lose weight or having to measure our food today like once we kind of let our let that energy go then we have more mental energy and more free time to actually dive into the really cool people that we are but just think about how much time you you spend so hyper-focused on what food you're going to eat today and bargaining so you can have this food for breakfast as long as you eat this half of a salad for lunch and it'll all come out on the watch. Just like think about how much energy you, you dedicate your brain to and your emotions to just food calculating. And then most of the time we're just doing that because we feel like we're supposed to be, not because the doctor told us to or anything like that it's just because we just decided that that's something we need to be doing and so I'm trying to practice more just finding 
other things to do to keep my brain busy first and then um and then hoping that the food thoughts will subside a little bit and i think what happens when you finally let go of that is that you do end up a little fatter than you want to be but your body finally like chills the fuck out and you can start enjoying things again and enjoying yourself and it didn't matter that you weren't skinny because all of your friends still love you anyway and your spouse hey spouse still loves you anyway and it's all very nice how that works out but we have to we have like we have to go there and that's a really scary deprogramming to do to like go there and stop thinking about food all the time because we're just so preoccupied with it I just particularly love pizza. That's always been a very profound comfort food in my life. Other people might have other vices, but pizza is definitely my vice. It makes me super happy. I was, we had pizza on Friday night and today Sunday. So we had pizza on Friday night and then all day Saturday when I wasn't at home, I was just hyper fixated on the fact that I knew that there was still pizza in the fridge and I just wanted to get home and eat this pizza. (laughs) So I love pizza. And so I think the sooner I decide that I can eat pizza and not feel bad about it, the sooner it'll just become a regular part of my life along with all the other things. And then it'll somehow even out where I won't be desperate for pizza. I'll just acknowledge that it's just a roommate or a friend and we can have a good relationship together again. So anyway, hope you're having fun this week and I will talk to you later. I think that's all I want to talk about today. (laughs) Yay. Okay. Bye.